Two games, same outcome and the injury start mounting up. Derek McInnes doesn't have his troubles to ask for at the moment. Lack of goals, lack of style and a Pataudry fan base looking for answers and quickly. Coming up this week, a quick look back at the midweek Livingston match on our Saturday visit to Hibs and we hear from the Dons manager on both. Plus the roundup of the week's news and the rest of the action in the Scottish Premiership and we hear from two of our loan signings on the AFC Dons cast from the Inverness Reds. Welcome to the AFC Donscast on Tuesday the 9th of February with me, Graham Mackay. If you spent Sunday night on social media, it was ablaze with rumour and counter-rumour about the future of Derek McInnes. As it stands, Derek is still with us at the time of recording and if that changes, we'll post another podcast with the latest news. OK, let's get this over with. Starting with the Livingston match last Tuesday and Livingston's incredible unbeaten rank continued against Aberdeen as they picked up an away win. Joe Lewis handed Livy an early lead after tipping a Julian Serrano cross into his own net. Nicky Devlin doubled the advantage just 10 minutes later as he found acres of space in the Aberdeen box to nod home. Other than that, the Dons really offered nothing in response to end the game 2-0 to the away side. First half, but much more like ourselves, second period. Yeah, First half, we awful performance. The goals um, mirrored that. You know, I think the first goal, um, we spoke about the conditions on you know, the warm up, wind swirling, um, difficult to get up the pitch, um, difficult to find any rhythm. Livingston coming off and then really hunting us and pressing us and forcing mistakes. And we spoke about not making sure we're really concentrated and not making a mistake be the difference in the start. So. Terrible goal to lose. You know, we should expect far better than that. You know, and it is a mistake. Um, I thought it made us a wee bit nervy on the back of that and we lose a second goal. We are forced to make a couple of changes with Hedges and Ash Taylor coming off. And then we are trying to find a formula to try and get a foothold in the game really, to play the game properly. Half time came at the right time. I thought the subs helped. I thought Matt Kennedy, Dean Campbell and Callum Henry um, helped us no end. I thought the game was far more measured, more controlled, but we are the team doing the chasing which isn't the ideal and Livingston have something to hold on to. Um, we should score a goal. The goal should stand. It's an awful decision. Uh, and at that stage, you know, when I thought we had a bit of momentum, playing the game in their half and playing the game in their box, um, that goal at that time, if it stood, would have gave us that impetus to maybe get something. But that um, the fact that we didn't get that, um, it was a sore one for us. And uh, obviously we were searching for some sort of inspiration there. As you say, the, the goal could have made all the difference. Yep. Lewis Ferguson was very instrumental in the second half and probably didn't deserve to be in the losing side for that performance. Yeah, it, it was all over the game. Lewis cares and he's um, trying to make things happen. You know, I thought um, the subs helped as well, but you know, it was a fantastic strike. Should have been a, another goal for young Fergie. And 
and, and it should have gave us that shot in the arm to go and get something for the game. But the decision, such a poor decision, you know, in this, the modern era and how that can't be given is just so disappointing. But, um, you know, it was a sore night for us. The first half was clearly nowhere near good enough and we've had to um, take the consequences for that now. Hibs now on Saturday in a straight shootout between third and fourth. Yeah, I mean, it went back and forth, haven't we, the, the whole season, more or less. I actually anticipated Hibs being um, you know, a, a real challenger for that third spot this season. And, um, you know, we've said, I've said often enough about we need to make sure we sort our own game out and our own performances. And clearly the second half performance will give us a chance on Saturday, but we've been doing there, doing there already this season and uh, had to bring, bring a big performance to win the game. Uh, hopefully, you know the boys tonight. The new signings, you know, um, uh, Hornby and uh, Henry will be better for having had minutes because I've not had a lot of minutes of late. And hopefully, we can get uh, Canberra in for the game because obviously we are we're keen to get these boys up to speed to get to make those signings to help make a difference to finish the second half of the season strong. Um, but nobody will probably give us a chance, which is fine. We'll go down there and we'll be good enough, I'm sure, to get a result. And that's what we intend to do. Derek, thanks a lot. Cheers. Hoping for tonight's first half performance really killed us off, didn't it? Yeah, um, the first half just, I don't know, for whatever reason, just wasn't good enough. Miles off it. Um, you know, we weren't keeping the ball, we weren't defending well, we weren't get, getting into good areas. Um, just everybody completely off it. Um, I don't know why, but it's, it's not good enough. Much more positive though in the second half and had that shot of yours that hit the underside of the bar and bounced down. The manager says it was across the line. Had it been given, it could have been a, a different game altogether. Yeah, um, but we can speak about things like that. I've not seen it back, so I'm, I'm not sure whether it was whether it was him or not. But the first half kills us. Not good enough. Um, not defending properly. Um, not keeping the ball in the right areas. And Livingston, we just played right into their hands. Um, they were turning the ball, they were getting up in settings um, and they were better than us today um, and every single one of us were, were miles off it and a team like Aberdeen should never be losing at home, at home sorry, to, to anybody in this league um, so it's just so frustrating um, and disappointing We can't afford to lick our wounds or dwell on this result because another massive game coming up at Easter Road on Saturday yeah, it's massive. You know, we're we're going to, need to go in and, and recover and, and dust ourselves down and and look to go and go again. But you know, we we can't produce another performance like this. Um, there's been far too many this season where we've we've not been good enough. Um, so you know, we need to go in and have a look back at, at where it went wrong, but also try and forget about it, put it to one side, and and look to Hibs because we need to go and pick up as many points as possible. It was a very, very busy transfer window, particularly yesterday, lots of ins and outs. We've got three new strikers in on board. You know one of them very well, uh, having played with them for the under-21s. What do you think that Fraser and Callum and Florian Camberry can bring to the Aberdeen attack? Um, well, I've, I've obviously played with Fraser for, for a few years and played against um, Callum and Flo for, for the last couple of years in this league, so... Two of them know know the league well, good experience in the league, and, and will bring will bring us good options in, in the attacking areas. And obviously, I know Fraz, um, and I know what he can bring to, to us attacking wise. He's, he's a good finisher. He's good in the air. Um, he's quick. He's strong. Good footballer. So all three of them can can bring a lot to the the attack. Um, and just hopefully they all settle quickly. I thought Calm and and Fraz done pretty well tonight, considering 
um, how short how short time they've been with us, but you know hopefully they can hit the ground running as soon as possible because you know we need them firing. Yeah, I think that that's that's the problem, isn't it? When you come in in January, you don't have very long to to embed yourself in. You've really got to be at it from the word go. Yeah, you do, and I, I think it's a pretty easy dressing room to come in, so it shouldn't be be too difficult. Um, and obviously, Fraz and Callum, I think, know a few boys, so hopefully that helps them them settle in well. Um, and as I said, we just need them firing at the minute because they're looking good enough. Thanks a lot, Lewis. Cheers. It didn't get any better on Saturday when we faced Hibs away from home. We've only won one of our past eight matches and it didn't start well for Greg Lee, who suffered a hamstring injury in the opening moments of the game. And a Martin Boyle goal in each half gave Hibs three points to leapfrog us into third in a game where we struggled to threaten and lacked any creativity. Willie Collum awarded Hibs a penalty after Lewis Ferguson caught Jamie Murphy late as the winger sent a cross behind the byline and Boyle converted the 27th minute penalty. With Aberdeen struggling to get back into the game with our new look attacking setup, Boyle got in behind to double the lead midway through the second half. Aberdeen came close when a Matty Kennedy cross was met by Hornby and clipped the crossbar. Apart from that, there was nothing else on offer from the Dons. They put so much onus on the game to try and get a positive result, try and reverse it on the results we're on at the minute and this was seen as a significant game and unfortunately we've come away with nothing um, thought it was plenty of effort for the team but you know a lot of what we've seen of late that lack of quality in the final bit um, was disappointing um, I thought the penalty decision was such a harsh decision on us you know I think Murphy's toe poked into the side netting and it seemed to take an eternity when he's, a, he's gave us a pen, uh, gave a penalty kick against us I still don't see it I've seen it again I think it's extremely harsh on us and obviously in these kind of tight games, it's, um, these types of decisions are very significant. And another early injury this time to Greg Lee, looked to sore one. Yeah, it's his hamstring again, so no happy about that. No happy about a lot of things at the minute, but that's another one that's having been out for a couple of months with the same hamstring. Uh, he's, he's pulled it again, so it um, doesn't look good for him. I mean, I, again, like him, we've had in a lot of games, first half injuries you know, can affect the flow of it. Um, but I think the biggest effect on team the day was a penalty decision. I don't think there was much in the game at all until, until that decision. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. In the Premiership midweek and in the other games on Tuesday evening, Celtic cruised to a 4-0 win against Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Scott Brown opened the scoring, Odson Edward grabbed a double and Albion Ajeti rounded things off. Hibs beat St Mirren 2-1 in Paisley. Saints had keeper Jack Annick sent off and Hibs took advantage with goals from Ryan Porteous and Martin Boyle from a penalty before John Abika pulled one back. On Wednesday, Rangers had a 1-0 win over St Johnston at Ibrox thanks to a 52nd minute goal from Mayanis Hadji. Devante Cole and Chris Long got the goals as Motherwell defeated Dundee United 2-1 at Fair Park. Ryan Edwards pulled one back for the visitors. Ross County came from behind to go clear of bottom club Hamilton Aki's thanks to a 2-1 victory at the Foy Stadium. They fell behind to a Stephen Kelly own goal, but Jordan White and Billy Mackay struck in the last 10 minutes for the Staggies. And on Saturday, second place Celtic beat Motherwell 2-1 at Celtic Park thanks to goals from Stephen Welsh and Odson Edward before Alan Campbell pulled one back. 
St Johnston ended Livingston's 14-match unbeaten run with a 2-1 win at the Tony Macaroni Arena. Scott Tanzer and Sean Rooney scored for Saints, but Scott Pittman reduced the deficit in the meeting of the League Cup finalists. St Mirren remain on course for a top-six finish after beating Kilmarnock 2-0. Kyle McAllister and John Obika netted for Jim Goodwin's men. And Dundee United claimed an important victory, overcoming Ross County 2-0 in Dingwall with second-half goals from Lawrence Shankland and Ryan Edwards. The vaccine for COVID-19 is now available and the evidence shows it works. So I'm rolling up my sleeve. I'm rolling up my sleeve because this vaccine has been through the same safety checks as any other. I'm rolling up mine because I want to get back to the things I miss. Because I know what COVID can do to families. Because I want to play my part. Because I'm hopeful for the future. The vaccine is our best way out of coronavirus. Scotland, it's time to roll up our sleeves. Okay, let's catch up with a bit of news then. And Derek McInnes has confirmed that Ryan Hedges is set to be ruled out for the rest of the season. With after suffering from a ruptured pectoral muscle off the bone with the attacker due to undergo surgery in Manchester this Friday. Ryan suffered the setback in our 2-0 loss against Livingston midweek. New loan signing Florian Camberi is still in Switzerland. It was hoped the 25-year-old's work permit would be in place for him to face Hibs at the weekend. Derek has confirmed that Camberi will be in Scotland this week. Uh, we went on a bit of late signing spree on the last day of the January transfer window. And I said last week we'd bring you interviews with our new loan signing. So first up is Fraser Hornby, followed by Callum Hendry. Yeah, obviously I'm delighted to to be here. Um, it was something that, that I really wanted to, to do. And when the opportunity um, came about, uh, I had in my head that um, this is the place where I felt that that I could come and um, show what I'm about. I mean, were you always likely to move in the January transfer window, or was it quite sort of? It was, did it come out as a bit of a surprise interest <coughs> in Aberdeen? No, we were. We've been um, been talking uh, most of the the month really um, about what the what the best thing uh, for me to do is. Um, obviously, I haven't um, been playing as much as uh, much as I'd have liked to this this season. Um, due to a number of um, circumstances, so uh, we had the the conversation um, towards the end of of the window, and we felt like it was the the right thing, right thing to do. Um, so and yeah, I was I was uh, on board with it, and something that I really wanted to do as well: come and and uh, play games and and uh, help help the team. Here. Well, Callum, a very very warm welcome. Thank you. Um, been a busy day, is it? <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah, I was just training this morning as normal, and then uh, with Saints, and then Derek rang, and then my gaffer rang me when I got home and said, "Get in the car and shoot up north." So here I am, excited to be here. Football can be strange at times, and definitely January transfer window deadline day can't be. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, well, obviously, delighted to have you here. Increase our striking options. Um, I mean, when were you first aware of the interest from Aberdeen? Was it literally today or? Um, it was kind of last when we played Aberdeen at uh, McDermott. Uh, I just spoke to Matty 
and he said that they're, they're interested because I told him that I was allowed to go on loan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it just stemmed from that, really. I didn't, I, nothing serious till the last few days, like. Mm-hmm. So uh, as soon as I heard, I was, I was delighted because I've not been playing and Derek says, he's, yeah, you've got a chance. And I know once I, once I bang one goal in, they'll flood in. Yeah. I mean, you had other options as well, so why were you so keen to come to Aberdeen? <laughs> Um, well, my dad's my dad's side of the family's from up here, and uh, it's, it's a big place in a lot of the family's hearts. Like, and I know how big the club is. Uh, as cliche as it is, mm-hmm. it's a massive club. And uh, even just coming in, with my medical and stuff, and seeing the facilities, it's amazing and excited. And this is the only place. As soon as I heard they were interested, the only place I wanted to come was here. You can hear the full interviews with Fraser and Callum on Red TV. The vaccine for COVID nineteen is now available. And the evidence shows it works. So I'm rolling up my sleeve. The vaccine is our best way out of coronavirus. Scotland, it's time to roll up our sleeves. When offered the vaccine, please get it. There's a new way for all of us to work together to stop coronavirus spreading again. And it only takes a few minutes to do. NHS Scotland's free Protect Scotland app will automatically alert you if you have been in close contact with another app user who has tested positive. And if you test positive, the app can quickly alert those you've had close contact with. The app is private and anonymous, and by downloading it, we can all help protect ourselves, our families and Scotland against coronavirus. Download the free app today at protect.scot. We're back to Pataudry on Saturday for our home match against the Mirren for a 3pm kickoff. You'll be able to watch the match live using your virtual season ticket if you have one or on pay-per-view with Red TV and it's included in your subscription if you have Red TV International or if you are an Atlanta United season member. Coverage starts with Rob McLean at 2.30pm and 9.30am Eastern Standard Time in the US. There is midweek action in the Scottish Premiership tomorrow night. 6pm kickoffs between Kilmarnock and Maddowell and Livingston and Hamilton. It's 8pm kickoff between St Mirren and Celtic. Then on Saturday, alongside their own match, it's 3pm kickoffs between Dundee United and Livingston. Maddowell are at home to Hamilton. It's Rangers versus Kilmarnock and Hibs away to Ross County. And on Sunday, a midday kickoff between St Johnston and Celtic. That's your lot for this week. Will we have a win to look forward to next week? Bloody hope so. I'll see you back here next Tuesday from 8pm with more AFC Doscast. Till then, stay safe, stay warm and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.